Hello and welcome to the MLM Student Podcast. My name is Chuck Holmes. I'll be your host today. Today I'm going to take some time and do something I don't normally do. I'm going to share my success story in the industry. Also talk about my struggles, my failures, my trials, my tribulations. Hopefully this is something that some of you can relate to. I was definitely not an overnight success story unless you consider about 17 years overnight success. I was definitely much slower than most people who make it uh, pretty big in this industry. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm glad I went through what I did go through. It helped make me who I am today. So we're going to start by talking about my life prior to the industry, and then I'm going to go through each phase of my business over the past about 18 years now. It's probably going to take about 15 minutes to do this entire podcast. So my life prior to network marketing, I grew up in a small town in Maine called Skowhegan. It's about 8,000 people. It was a town with a mill, just good middle-class working American people. I was raised by my mom and my dad. My dad was an entrepreneur. My mom stayed home with my brother and I, and she did a lot to help my dad with his business. She was definitely the rock. Uh, my dad was very adventurous, didn't want to work for someone else. He worked really hard and didn't make a lot of money for many years in his business until he really got it off the ground. But I watched him go through the struggle. I watched him do something that he loved. Uh, that really inspired me. When I was 18 years old, actually, let me go back a step. My parents, they did a great job giving me a good work ethic. They taught me great values, taught me to work hard, be honest, do the right thing, go after the things that you want. From the time I was a young kid, probably eight or nine years old, I was a hustler. I was always doing something to make extra money. I used to sell candy at school to make extra money. I'd take my lunch money. I'd go and buy a bunch of Jolly Ranchers in the morning and then sell them throughout the day and turn that dollar or whatever it was for lunch money into several dollars. And I did that every single day, hustling. We used to make apple cider and sell it. I'd pick fur tips for Christmas wreaths and sell it. You name it, flea markets, yard sales. We were always doing something to make extra cash. And when you put cash in a kid's hand, that's something they never forget. And I'm really grateful that my parents didn't go and just buy me all this stuff. They made me work for it. They made me earn the things that I wanted. And that's definitely paid off later in life. When I turned 18 and I graduated high school, I enlisted in the Army, went off to boot camp, spent a few years in the Army as an enlisted soldier. Then I decided to become an officer. I went through ROTC, earned my commission as a second lieutenant, completed my bachelor's degree. This was around the year 2000. I was about 22, almost 23 years old at that time. And then I was assigned to Fort Carson, Colorado, which is located in beautiful Colorado Springs. And that's where I was introduced to network marketing. It was the year 2002. So I had been at Fort Carson about 18 months, give or take a couple months. And my friend Christine, she invited me over to her house. She said she had someone coming over to teach people different ways of making extra money. Because I was a hustler, because I was always looking for ways to make extra money, I was open and I said I'd be there and I showed up and when I was there there was another young guy probably in his mid-twenties he was dressed up in a blue shirt and a white tie I mean a, a, a blue coat a white shirt and a red tie and he started drawing circles on this dry erase board and it was electrifying to me he started talking about residual income leveraged income network marketing I had never heard of any of these terms before keep in mind I was only about 24 years old at the time. So this was all new concepts to me. 
But it really made sense to me. I realized that working for the other man or woman was never really going to get me where I wanted to be in life. Yeah, I could make a great income. Yes, I could have benefits a few weeks off a year. But I had that free spirit. I think I got that from my folks, especially from my dad. He's a free spirit, never wanted to be tied down, never wanted to be told what to do, likes making his own schedule, always willing to work hard, but he wanted to do it for himself, not for the other man. That's kind of how I was, even at an early age. So needless to say, the person who was giving that presentation, they were a Amway distributor at the time. It was called Quickstar. Once again, I had never heard of Quickstar. I had never heard of Amway before, but it made sense to me. It made sense to switch stores, shop from an online store, refer other people, earn an ongoing income. All those concepts, even though they were new and foreign, they just made a lot of sense to me because I love money, always have. People ask me, what's my hobby? What do I collect? I like to collect cash. That's my hobby. So with Amway, I was with them about 27 months, 26, 27 months, give or take a month or two. When I was with them, I was really rough around the edges. I had an attitude. I was hungry and motivated, very determined, but I needed lots of personal development. I wasn't very friendly. I wasn't very easy to get along with. I definitely didn't have great people skills. But fortunately, Amway got me on the right track. They got me going down the personal development journey. So I started to learn about setting goals, associating with positive, like-minded people, and the importance of personal development. And during that 27 months with Amway, I sponsored 13 people. I built a team of, I think it was 67 people. And I was making about 800, maybe 1,000 bucks a month before expenses uh, with that business. I was excited. I was all in. But I was also just coming back from an Iraq deployment. I was going through a divorce. It was just a real rough time in my life. So I eventually left that business after about 26, 27 months. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next comes the dark years. Now, the dark years, that's what I call it anyway. That was probably 2004 to about 2014. So about 10, 10 plus years. Those were the dark years for me in the industry. I can't speak for anyone else, but my 20s were just very difficult for me. I just had a hard time finding myself, uh, didn't know who I was supposed to be, what I was supposed to do. I struggled with uh, depression a little bit. I struggled with mood swings. I didn't always have a good attitude. Not proud to admit that, but it's definitely a fact. My 30s in the beginning, the first few years of my 30s were a little bit challenging. Uh, thank goodness life has gotten better every year, especially because of my wife. So I'm very grateful for her. But starting about up until about 32, 33, life was really challenging for me. I didn't know my purpose. I didn't know exactly what I wanted out of life. I had ideas about it, but I wasn't really sure. So during this time in my networking career, which was 2004, so I was 27 to 2014, I was about 37, I was with probably 12 or 15 different companies. <laughs> Definitely not proud uh, to say that. I'd see a company, I'd try it out for a month or two or three, and then I'd move on to something else. Either I didn't like it, or it wasn't what I thought it was, or maybe it wasn't a good fit for me, or in most cases, I was just a dabbler. I'd have one foot in, one foot out. Never really drew a line in the sand and committed to something. I was kind of like halfway in, but not committed. Looking back, I'm really glad that I went through these uh, dark years, as I call it. I definitely would not want to do it again, but it helped make me who I am today. It helped make me mentally tough. It helped prepare me 
for future success. And the only thing I really did right during all this time, I never quit the industry and I kept working on myself. I've come a long ways since I started this industry when I was 24, I'm now 42. So those eight, almost 43, but those 18 years, I've become a completely different person because of the personal development. So in 2014, that takes me to the next phase of my business. This is when I said, I'm going to do this or I'm going to die trying. This is when I made the commitment, hey, I'm going to become a network marketing professional. This is going to be my career. This is going to be my profession. I'm going to figure it out somehow, some way, but this is what I'm going to do. Now, a lot of people thought I was crazy and probably rightfully so. I get it. But I knew that eventually I would figure this thing out. I would the stars would align or my skills would eventually be mastered, but something would happen and I would figure it out. So that was in 2014. I joined a health and wellness company. And I'm just leaving names of companies out of this just to keep it generic. But I joined a company, still have a tremendous amount of respect for this company. I was with them a little over two years, sponsored about 110, 120 people right in that ballpark built a team of about 1,200 to 1,500 people during that time. But even despite that, I never made over $1,000 a month with that company. I don't understand why, if it was just the comp plan or it's just because of attrition or no duplication or maybe a combination of those factors, but I was frustrated. I did all the things a leader would do in that company. I worked my ass off. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I did meetings. We provided free leads. I do training, conference calls, webinars. But no matter what I did, nothing really magical happened. Basically, it was a revolving door. Even though the company was free to join, the company had great products. They were at very fair prices, free shipping on most of their products. But despite that, it still just did not work for me. Uh, I think a lot of that's because it was a mature, established company. It had already gone through its critical growth over 20 years prior. So I was kind of late to the game. That's my assertion of what happened uh, in that company. So after leaving that company, I kind of wandered around for a little bit for about a year trying to find another company that I could get excited about. And I eventually did. I found a company that was about six or seven years old, but still nobody had heard of yet. It was very small, little mom and pop type company. And after looking at the compensation plan and just checking out the company overall, I thought it would be a really good fit for me. It was just very small, great products, got great comp plan, but it was just a very small mom and pop company. And I really doubled down and worked hard uh, in that company. I was with them about 27, 28 months, similar to the previous company. And in that time, I sponsored about 300 people. So you can definitely see my skills were improving. Whereas in the previous company, I sponsored about 110, 120 in the same time in the next company, it was about 300 people. And no, it was not the same people, maybe a couple, but mostly no. With this company, I created the systems. We do weekly webinars. We would do co-ops. I would provide free leads. I did everything you could think of in that company. I was the, definitely the type of person you would want to sponsor. I was a leader. I was a doer. I worked my ass off. But despite that, I still never surpassed 2500 bucks a month in that company. I questioned my sanity a lot when I was in that company, and rightfully so. I even quit for about a six-month period because I got so frustrated with some things. But I eventually came back after six months and went back to it. Now, I stayed with that company in all 
about 27 to 28 months. That's when you're including the six months that I left. So I was there for a while, but I just wasn't satisfied with the amount of work that I put in the result that I got back. And more importantly, I didn't think that would ever get better. I realized no matter how hard I worked, for whatever reason, my check was just never going to grow up. My team was just never going to get to be where I needed it to be to hit my goal. So I started looking again. Not ashamed to admit that. Sometimes you got to try something out, like a little test drive, before you know if it's as good as you think it is. So in May of 2019 is when I found my current company, or it found me. So I've been with them now about eight months, give or take, eight and a half months, and I've completely changed my life. And it's been a fun, exciting ride. We'll cover that in more detail in a minute. So if you look back from the day that I made my decision to really get serious about this industry, that was 2014. So from 2014, it took me five years to create a six-figure income in the industry, working a little bit more than part-time. I wouldn't call it part-time. I wouldn't call it full-time because I have my blog that I do. I have We had an eBay business during that time. We did have other endeavors that I did, but I was always working my business every day, at least some every day. So it took five years from the day I got serious to get to the six-figure income. Some people will say that's horrible. I don't really think it's that bad. I think that's actually a pretty good deal. I don't count the time before that because I was a dabbler. I wasn't even really a part-timer. I was curious, but I wasn't committed. So I've worked with a lot of companies, some of the companies, Amway, Life Force International, Melaleuca, My World Plus, Watkins, Visalis, Send Out Cards, Herbalife, Isogenics, Young Living, Avon, two times with them, Asante Organics, USI Tech, Trunited, Purium, Regenolife. That's a lot of companies. All right. I'm not proud to admit I have been with 16 companies in two of those two times. And guess what? There's probably more that I don't even remember. I have nothing bad to say about any of these companies. All of these companies had good and bad things about it. They're all a good opportunity for some people, not a good opportunity for other people. You have to find what really resonates with you and sets your world on fire. I believe people could make money in any of these companies today, at least the ones that are still in business. So my big breakthrough came this year. This was my 17th full year in the industry. 17, just two on that. That's almost 6,000 days. That's a lot of time uh, in the industry. That's a lot of days of your life. But my big breakthrough, it happened because I finally joined the right company at the right time and I did the work and I had developed my skills prior to getting here and the stars kind of aligned and things really just sorted themselves out. What attracted me to the company was they had an email marketing system. That is what attracted me the most because most companies have no system. It was free to join. There's no membership fees, free websites, amazing products at fair prices, killer comp plan even for the part-timer, perfect timing and international opportunity. Now, I'm not saying any of this stuff to try to recruit you. I'm saying this so you understand what attracted me to the company when I first learned about it. Since my first month in this company, I've earned more than my best month previously ever in the industry. So just chew on that. Starting in month one, which was only about three weeks in the company, I made more than my best month ever in network marketing in the previous 17 years. You could call that exciting or you could call that pathetic. I'm really not sure 
what the answer is, but that's what happened. So I joined this company on May 7th, 2019. Today is January 27th, 2020. So it's about eight and a half months. We have a team now of more than 70,000 people. That's 70,000, 70,000 people in just eight months. I probably couldn't stop the growth right now if I tried to. Now, of course, I'm not going to try to stop it, but it's just on fire. It's growing. We have duplication. We have leaders. We have tons of customers who love the products. They're happy. And I can easily see myself making seven figures here within two to three years, maybe sooner, maybe in another year longer than that. But give or take about two to three years from now, I can really see the seven figures here. And if I have to look back what I credit to my success now as compared to my failure in the past, these are the things that I would really credit. Number one, I put in a lot of time. I, I believe in the 10,000 hour rule where you need to put about $10,000, dollars that's funny, about 10,000 hours into something to really master it, to really become an expert at it. And if you look at all the time I've invested during these past 18 years now, it's probably a little bit more than 10,000. It's probably closer to 15,000 hours that I put in. But I put in all that work to learn the skills to master network marketing. I paid my dues. I put in the time. I'm not saying it's going to take you that long. I hope to goodness it doesn't. But even if it does, it's still worth it. I took 100% responsibility starting in 2014. I can't say before that that I did. But starting in 2014, I really manned up and I said, look, I'm going to treat this like a business. I'm going to pretend that I have a million dollars invested in my business and I'm going to treat it accordingly. I'm going to stop blaming people. I'm going to realize the buck stops with me. It's my business. No one cares about my business as much as I do. And that really helped me a lot. The next thing is I really learned how to lead others. I learned leadership starting when I was in the Army, and they did a great job teaching me a lot. But leading people in the military is a lot different than leading people in network marketing where nobody works for you. Everyone's their own boss. And it's a volunteer army. In the military, people have to listen to you. But in this, they don't. So I spent a lot of time working on my people skills, working on my leadership skills, becoming more likable, learning how to become more influential to the people that I lead. Another thing that really helped me is that I took the time to master marketing and lead generation. I started back in 2014 really being interested in direct response marketing and lead generation and marketing in general. I wanted to be able to generate a fresh supply of leads every single day so I didn't have to go chase people all through town. So I bought courses, I attended events, I watched hundreds of videos, I read books all the time. And over a period of time, I got really good at lead generation. This is probably my best skill even to this day. That's what's allowed me to sponsor so many people. It's not that I'm the greatest recruiter. I'm just very good at keeping my pipeline full in my business. Another thing that helped me or another reason I had that big breakthrough is that I stopped trying to put a square peg into a round hole. Instead, I started using my own talents and abilities rather than doing it the way that most people do in the industry. For about 10 years, I did this business face to face, chasing people at the mall, working my warm market. Well, guess what? I'm kind of introverted. I hate doing that stuff. It, it, I would rather pull out my fingernails than go prospect people. That's why I took the time to learn lead generation. Now, what I did is I asked myself is how can I use 
my talents, my abilities, the things I'm naturally good at to build a business in a way that works for me. And what I decided to come up with is writing. I didn't really like to write a lot when I first started, but over the past 10 years, I've written articles pretty much every day, seven days a week on my own website, on different websites, creating videos, podcasts. I like to write and I like to teach. So that's how I build my business, by doing those two things. Now, that might work for some people. It might not work for other people. You have to ultimately find what's best for you and focus on that. And the last thing that I did that really allowed me to have the breakthrough is I joined the right company at the right time. I said this once before, but you really need to hear it again. You can join a company, but if you've missed the momentum, if you've missed the rapid growth, if the company is even partially saturated, you can, yes, you can still build a big team, but it is a whole heck of a lot harder than building a team in a company that no one has heard of. And let me tell you this, people have preconceived notions. If everybody in the world has heard of the name of your company or most people, it's going to be an uphill battle to build that company. It does not mean it's not a good company. It just means that people have heard of it. People have preconceived notions and it's tough. And what's funny is when you look at most companies in our industry and you look at the really, really successful people in those companies, they got in before that company was a household name. They might not have been an early adopter and been the first one in or even the first wave, but they got in before the company hit rapid momentum and then they rode that. They rode the coattails of that growth. Of course, they still did the work but they joined at the right time. I cannot express how critical this is. If you are looking to join a company and everyone has heard of it, at least do yourself a favor and check out a couple other com companies that are a little more under the radar and see if those might potentially be a good fit for you. So the future, I think the future is going to be very bright. I see myself doing this industry to the day that I die, whether I live to be 50 or whether I live to be 100. This is what I want to do the rest of my life. I love this business. I love everything about it. Yes, sometimes I do question my own sanity. Sometimes I do think I'm a little bit crazy. And sometimes I even have a love-hate relationship with this industry. But overall, I feel like it's my calling because I can do leadership. I can help people. I can train people. I can help people grow as people. Those are all things that I'm very passionate about. So the future, I see myself making millions of dollars in this industry in the years to come and making up for lost time. So why do I say all this? Well, my biggest takeaway from today, other than joining the right company at the right time, is it's not how you start that matters. It's how you finish. Anyone can start fast. Anyone can start slow. But will you finish what you started? Will you stick with it in good times and bad times? Will you stick with it when your spouse and all your friends think you're crazy? Only you can make that decision, but I'm glad that I did. So I appreciate you listening to my MLM success story. I hope you got some inspiration out of it. I'd love to hear from you. You can check out my links below this podcast to get in touch with me to learn more about what I'm doing. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you at the top.